That was the clap. <laughs> I'm not even going to put that in there. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Which I actually looked up last night because Dan and I were on our phone, like my Dan. Yeah. Um, and I was like, which one is the clap? It's gonorrhea. It's gonorrhea. I did oh. not. I didn't know which one was the clap. I am not where you guys are right now. What did you think it I, was? I was just, no, I I wasn't even thinking about STDs. Well, mm-hmm. that's good. Too. I was just good. thinking about I, clapping. I, I was like, oh, she researched why people clap <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> no. no. All right. Well, anyway, guys, welcome. <laughs> Oh Let's man, start out with this is going to start out great. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to 10K Dollar Day. I am Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And we have a guest Googler in the house. It is Andrea, Andrea Kenny. Hello. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I know. Uh, we are on location in Orlando, Florida. Mm, yes. With Andrea, who is a multi talented uh, talent. Mm, that was, <laughs> I am winning the word game today. She's a multi-talented talent and she also produces and she also writes and she directs and she teaches. And so we're going to talk to her a little bit about that. Um, and she's also lived a lot of fun places too, right? A lot. Didn't yes. you live overseas at one point? I did. Where'd well, you live? A couple points. I li- I did um, European tour of 42nd Street for about 11 months. Uh-huh. So, and the best part about that tour was we would sit in cities for months at a time. So oh, the yeah. way I love to travel is I want to do what the locals do. You know, I'll, I'll go, you know, of course I went to the Eiffel Tower and yada yada. But for me, it was just exciting to be in that city. I mean, that's, Paris is my favorite city oh. on the planet. And I luckily had three months at one time and two months at another time. So a total of five. We did Munich. We did Hamburg. Um, I was in Vienna for 12 days, and that was when I was rehearsing the show because I was new to the show. And oddly enough, my friend Donna Hagen, hey Donna, hey girl, hi, <laughs> um, <laughs> hey Rhonda, um, she twisted her ankle. And so for the oh, last I'm so show, glad that you, <laughs> you prefaced that with something she friendly. She died. No. <laughs> You know, it was sad that she was twisted her ankle. She was fine, but she couldn't do the last show in Vienna. And so my opening show of the tour was on the same stage that as where the Magic Flute premiered, <gasps> the Theater der Wien. Great accent, right? Um, in Vienna. But I was overwhelmed with gratitude of that. That was just like the magnitude of that stage and the energy of everything was wow. just crazy. And then like in Paris, in the Chatelet Theater, the first, uh, our girls' dressing room, people would be, you know, you just get into jabbering about stupid stuff, and they're bitching and wailing about stuff. And I would just be like, what, what is your problem? I'd be standing at the, the window. You know, there's no screen or whatever. It's just open this window, and it's nighttime. You look across the Seine. Mm. Okay. Well, that's the Seine. <laughs> so there's that. And across is the um, Palais de Justice, mm-hmm. where Marie Antoinette was held captive. You look to the left, there's Notre Dame. You look to the right, and there's the Eiffel Tower. So I was like, oh, excuse me, what are you bitching about again? Because yeah. I'm in hog heaven here. Yeah. It's just, it was great. And then Tokyo, I did three times, so that <sighs> was amazing. Took some amazing trips. Did the ice festival in Hokkaido, which was so cold. Really, really cold. ice festival? You walk around like ice sculptures? Yeah, they had this whole village. You would love that. I would. Oh, you like ice sculptures? I love cold. Oh, oh, go. When you're traveling by yourself, especially as a woman, is there... Is there any hesitation to go out? Are you just fearless like that and you can just go? Or is there anything that you find yourself wishing that you had someone... Only because I... 
I don't know if I'm fearless enough to really travel by myself. I will travel to somewhere by myself and even a couple days in between. But if I'm just by myself, I might just stay in the room and sleep. (laughs) Um, Oddly enough, most people who know me now laugh when I say my core personality is painfully shy. But it, it truly is. But I've acclimated quite well over the decades. But... I love traveling by my... Uh, granted, I love being able to be with my friends. And, and you have to have the right traveling partner. Mm-hmm. You have to have the right one. Um, because I like to fly by the seat of my pants. I'll have a loose plan. Yeah. How was the Sound of Music tour? That was fun. It Did was you fun. go to the... That church is tiny. Oh, yeah? Soup's tiny. Which church? The church where in? she gets married. Where it was like the most giant fisheye lens or whatever that yeah. they could Well, her train it. seemed very long. Yes. It was almost like she was <laughs> in seem very a long. dollhouse. It was almost like they must have filmed it at a dollhouse because that place is tonightsy. Did you do Doe a Deer up the stairs and down the stairs? I did not. I think I went on the boring tour. There are two different tours. Like, I didn't do <laughs> You the, didn't go around the fountain? I didn't do like the, the, no, I didn't oh. do the toboggan thing. Or, no, I don't know why. Did you hop benches in a gazebo? Maybe tour. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it wasn't even the Sound of Music tour. You just and you were that. just on um, Tiny Cathedrals of Vienna. Yes. Is what you yeah. were actually on. That's exactly what it was. Uh, Allie, you could probably travel by yourself. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no hesitation. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I like being with other people. Some people. But the funny thing is, is you don't need no people decompression time at the end of the day, like I do. Correct. Like, you could actually be with people all the time. Yeah. And see, I'm completely separate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I go either way. You're so go with the flow. Yeah. (laughs) It's really your biggest strength. Um, So besides being super traveled and accomplished, uh, you released a CD a few years ago. I did. That people can find. They can. It's called Cab Fab. Cab Fab. See what I did there? I took a show that I really like in Cabaret and put it together. (laughs) (laughs) Did you record that in Orlando? I did with Michael Andrew. Mm -hmm. He he recorded it and engineered, you know, he engineered it and and mixed it. Um, He's a genius, man. You just want to get a genius on your CD because... Mm -hmm. We were talking about, you know, content. Well, Don Lampkin was the only reason why this happened. He's the one who produced it. He just came to me one day. He was like, you need to make a CD, and I'm going to make it happen. I'm like, okay. That's amazing. (laughs) And so he produced it. And um, so when we were talking about the content, you know, we came up with different songs, and Michael sings on three different songs there with me. Um, And there was one song that I, I know I put a post out on Facebook, and I was like, Know, what what are kitschy 1950s 60s style duets male and female duet songs do you like and somebody came back uh, with two takes two to tango so I listened to it and I was like oh I want to do that song mm. Mike Michael we have to do that song and he was like oh I don't know and so I thought it was just going to be too difficult to do because we didn't I mean, it really needs an orchestra it's and it this amazing background um I can't, he's he's much more well versed on what that choral sound is. It's not really a choir, but you know the backup singers, mm-hmm. um, really tight harmonies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, okay. So I kind of gave up on it. And one day we were at his studio, and he said, "All right, well, let's just check through here and make sure we've got everything." And so we were like, "Yeah, that's that track," and "Yeah, that's that track," and blah blah blah. And he was like, "Well, what's this one?" And I started listening. And I was like, "I don't, I don't know what that is." And then. All of a sudden, I was like, oh. I literally perked up like a dog. I was like, <laughs> I was like, is that, is that? And he just got this grin on his face. Oh, that's so sweet. He, 
right. mastered this entire song out of samples. And it sounds like an orchestra, That's like a big amazing. band playing this. And he created the backup wow. vocals. And I mean, amazing. Just the engineering that went into that is so masterful. I'm really grateful. He's fantastic. If you go to um, Andrea's website, which we're going to stick on the blog, you can go to the CD, like the CD page, and there's a picture of her CD release party, and I'm in that picture. Ooh! But I didn't go to the concert. Remember, I got there late. (laughs) I was coming from a gig or something, and so I made it at the end, and I thought it was still going to be going on, and it was so over. But I got into the picture, which is saying something because my cabarets go long. Really. Usually well, Michael Wanzi will scream out, would you sing a song? Shut up. I know. I was banking Stop on banter. Talking. It didn't happen that night, yeah, I guess. That's so funny. Uh, so you do so many other things, and I really want people to go to your website to see, because you coach professionals, which I think is great You uh, as far as per, you coach performers, but you also coach people in the business world and teach them like how these skills that we have from improv and performing can really affect their daily life, which I think is great. And you have... A show called, or a presentation, or a show called From Princess to Gargoyle? Explain. Explain. Um, From Princess to Gargoyle is a workshop that I came up with. And it's all based on part of my life, which was, you know, worked at Disney World for the better part of 26 years, I think. Um, But one of the biggest gifts Disney ever gave me, Russ Jordan, may he rest in peace, um, was casting director, and in a 10-minute con- contract talk, I literally went from princess to gargoyle. I went from playing Belle in Beauty and the Beast to playing Laverne in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And literally, just boom, in 10 minutes, and he's like, <clears throat> we found somebody else on the road that we think would be suited for, for Belle, but we've got this new show that we're opening, and we'd like to offer you Laverne. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And you got to be funny. I was bored out of my gourd. You know, being a princess is cool and all, but it's never been my life's dream. It was just another gig to me. I took it seriously. Um, But for me, I was done after about four and a half years full time. I was like, can I do something different? So it was the biggest gift because I was able to, I ended up working with some of the best character actors, you know, like Tom Bazana. I learned so much um, from working beside him, John Graham, you know. Some really great heavy hitters and being directed by Fran Soder. There was one day when I realized, what what do I have to speak uh, wisdom-wise to people um, later on the same trail that I was on? Mm -hmm. And what hand can I extend down to people that are on the ladder beneath me? So I thought, well, you know, what I learned from that gift that Disney gave me was this. this. The title is From Princess to Gargoyle. Embracing change and creating longevity in your career. Because every step along that way of that journey, how I handled it could have completely changed the trajectory of my life and my career. Had I gone into that contract talk and heard those same words and been a diva and said, oh, you know what? I'm out. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. My career could have been done. I could have had a lovely four and a half year career at Disney and be done. and a lot of resentment. And for me, there just wasn't. It was just oh, like, no, this is cool. Let me do something new. Um, and every step along the way, because I was still of ingenue type, like I, I still subbed Beauty and the Beast for about, I think, another good five years. And then, uh, and I trained all the bells. And I also did Esmeralda. 
and still did ingenue stuff for Disney and conventions and things. So it wasn't like they were telling me, you know, eventually you will be too old, you know, but it gave me a chance to literally be paid to learn how to be a character actor while I was still being paid to be an ingenue. That's amazing. So that was like a double gift. But every step along the way, the way I reacted to what happened helped create that longevity. Mm -hmm. The fact that I embraced that change. And that's, I think, something that a lot of people in this business are very fearful of. Um, Perhaps people who get caught up in the fact that they're not a princess anymore. I'm like, well, honey, you're going to get old anyway. I'm like, I literally, you know, one day look in the mirror and I'm Belle. And then the next day I see Mad Madam Mim from Sword in the Stone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I, I think we should bring that show back and put it on Broadway. I would love to be mad about a mim. <laughs> you know? I think I could kill it. It's like, but, you know, it's, it's a gift that people can give themselves if they just trust that change is not scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be. You can be scared for a little bit, but moving forward and just embracing what that change is and what it can do for you in the future can mm-hmm. be so exciting. And that's pretty much the broad spectrum of, It's so great to hear you talk about learning on the job because I tell people all the time how grateful I am to have been at Disney for so long because I was paid to learn puppetry and Uh acapella singing and all of this kind of stuff. And it was Disney World that told me, you are an improviser and now you're a puppeteer and now you do this. And and you just kind of go, okay, "Okay." (laughs) yeah, I'll learn it. We have two weeks to learn that, right? Mm -hmm. Great. Let's do it. Yeah. 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 It's true. It, it's a gift. And, and I think it's something that I wouldn't have been able to foretell in the very beginning of my career. You know, I thought Kings Island, would, there was a certain trajectory that you would have. There was Kings Island, and then you went and you did a cruise with Jean Ann Ryan, and then, then it was Broadway. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was Broadway. <laughs> that was what everybody in Ohio knew. That's what had to happen. You know, you had to do the show so well that Jean Ann would recognize you and want to put you on NCL. And that's and, so funny. And after that, Broadway, baby. <laughs> and and I luckily did do the ship, and um, but didn't end up on Broadway. But, <laughs> but you know, it's it's interesting how at that age you think so globally you know you think so big 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 but yet at the same time it's really kind of small at this your version of success is really specific yes yes you don't think you know you think you're thinking globally mm-hmm. but you're just putting your sights on broadway alone i agree like i still have friends from high school that they don't know that when they say to me oh my gosh I, you're so talented i thought you would have been on broadway by by now and i'm like okay well thank you for telling me i'm a failure because i didn't end up in one place but i have had a successful 34-year career mm-hmm. in the business as a full-time performer. I have a vested pension in Actors' Equity Union. You know, so I think I'm yeah. somewhat successful. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. it's it's just that perception that pigeonholes. Yeah. And and I, I would love, still would love to be on Broadway. Madam, madam, ma'am. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. Mad, madam, madam, madam. So when you say it on our podcast. It becomes true. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. I could talk to you all day, but we are going to move on to um, our obsessions, which okay. I'm really excited. So Allie, as usual, I've dominated the conversation. So I'm going to turn to you first. And what is your obsession this week? My obsession is my new phone holder in my car. Mm. Yeah. So for the longest time, I haven't had a phone holder. So it just like sits in my like, where the cups go, the cup holders. 
So, like, it's really not safe when you're trying to follow directions because you're constantly looking down. So I finally bought a phone holder, and it's massive. I look like I'm a, I'm a cop. <laughs> it, like, it sits on top, and, like, it does. It's like, like a little mini computer. Yeah. If you just put a laptop in the passenger seat, then people will just let you I zoom know. by yeah. them. At, I and you have a German Shepherd, and you're just I know. <laughs> but, yeah, I really like it. Like, I'm sorry. I'm on the job. I can't. <laughs> Allison has... Um, I'm constantly worried about Allison's safety. A, in New York, she used to text and cross the, the mm, street all the time mm-hmm. at the same time, which drove me up the wall. Now, I just get, I get full, like, productivity reports if she's driving somewhere. <laughs> so I'll get a phone call, and, and I'll say, oh, what's happening? She's like, oh, I'm driving to Miami. And I say, oh, how long have you been on the road? Like, two hours. I started a Facebook group. I am... Um, <laughs> I sent out a mass email about this. I summarized the notes from the convention. I did this, and, I, and I'll say, while you were driving. This is awesome. <laughs> you and I are the same person. Uh, and she'll go, it's fine. We're FaceTiming, P.S. It, it's fine. There was no trap. I see trees zooming by. Like, I was stuck in traffic. I sat. I put my car in park on the highway. She tried to record once while in her car driving. I set up, here's the thing, I set up a boom and everything. It, it went oh my from God. my Terrible passenger idea. seat. Hey, if so it was in there, kid can do it. and it was sitting right here. I had both hands on the wheel. It, I was fully prepared. The computer was set up, and I started. Yeah, I was I like, said, all right, it's $10K day. I said, is something wrong with your mic? Because it sounds like you're in a car. <laughs> and I was like, I'm in a car. She was like, what? <laughs> so she made me stop. Yes, I did. I get it's it. It's just talking. Like, I she's love like, both how are you going to do your notes? Story. And I was like, no, I'll, you do your day first, and I'll just comment. And then by the time I get to my destination, it'll be my turn, and then we can. But it was fine. For everybody listening in their cars, you clearly know whose advice is correct, right? <laughs> I just want there to be no, no dithering about this. I don't think that this is really up for discussion. I think creating Facebook groups, not a mobile activity. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't like to drive myself. I want a driver. Someday. Well, you just one day. One day. That's my day. One day. That's my. I forgot to wear my necklace. That's my whole like motto. I have a necklace that says one day. There you go. One day. One day. But it's not one day. It's one One day. One day. Right. Yeah. It's gonna happen. I'm just clarifying. One day. The day. Not someday. Yeah. Today could be the day. Hello. Right. Hello. One day. Two day. Oh, here we go. I'm just obsessed with the fact that you said dither. (laughs) (laughs) Stop dithering about. Hello, stop dithering about. We have listeners in England and they just hate, they just hated me. Um, Okay, so uh, my obsession, I'm going to go to my obsession next. Oh, because it actually has to do with what we were just talking about, kind of. My obsession is I saw Company in London. Mm. The new production on the West End... They've changed the main character <laughs> uh, to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's about a woman saying she doesn't want to settle down, which is so much more modern. Mm-hmm. And they've changed the three girlfriends to three boyfriends. And they've also changed Amy, who sings, pardon like me, is everybody here? What if everybody's yeah. here? That part. Uh, to a man. And first of all, he's hilarious. It is the only way that I could ever think of modernizing that script. And it is perfect. Oh, I can only imagine. It's 
Yeah, I heard somebody tell me so about great. how the, cha- the groundbreaking changes that they were making to it. I was like, I would see that. I would watch that. That's yeah, awesome. and to and to watch. Um, first of all, the it. I've been really obsessed with this new, with the, these new stages of of like feminism. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound like it's not related, but it's totally related. So I got obsessed with Christmas movies this last Christmas. <laughs> okay, and the Christmas movies are literally all about women who have a career who want <laughs> to come back home to settle down and their parents, their moms, there's in almost every single one, there's a mom and a daughter in a kitchen where she goes, are you sure you want to come back home, honey? I mean, you're living your life out in the big city. You're doing everything I wanted to do. And then these women are like, I know, but Tom, who never left home, now owns mm-hmm. a restaurant. In- or a ranch. A yeah, Christmas exactly. tree ranch. Yeah. So now there's these, you know, these women in their 30s who are not rebelling against what their moms fought for, but definitely looking at a different path and trying to decide if that makes them a bad feminist, which is Uh interesting to me. Uh And then now this new body where she's going, I don't know if I want to settle down. I just think it's it is very brilliant. interesting. That was such yeah. like a long discussion about this. I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's a great one though. I could we could that could be a whole other podcast. Yeah. I, I have a love hate relationship with Hallmark movies and Lifetime Television yeah. women movies. And actually, I just got a text I, from my agent. I, I auditioned for one. Oh, I got a callback for a Hallmark movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's so I love them so much. One the formula. Day. One day. One day. You heard my it. Day. Life changed. One day. You heard it here first. My life just changed. We folks. just changed this to, uh, can you post this in? We're here with Andrea Canny, star of the Hallmark movie. <laughs> See, and the, where the love hate comes into it is it's not real hate. It's just that. That can be an obsession for me. Like, yeah. I cannot, cannot let myself start the seven-day trial. Seven-day right. trial. Full subscribed. But I can't only, do it. But I would never do it again. No, no, I wouldn't no. But I bathe. only did it I for Christmas. Bathe. And I made myself only do it for Christmas because I knew that there was a socially unacceptable time to watch Christmas movies, which meant I that do it all year round. at January 1st, I said, okay, no more Christmas movies. But let me tell you, the minute that Halloween runs around again, because yes... Because I, I skip Halloween because I don't love Halloween. Very so I'm already in Christmas, mid-October. We're going to be boom, boom, boom. Watch that Insta story, you guys, because it's happening yes. again. Yeah. Oh, can I come back in for that? Because I, I, I'm not that disciplined. I would, I would literally sit in front of the television and just watch that stuff all day long. I'm going to show you my Insta story. Oh, it's crazy. Because I have them saved. So anybody who goes to at Lulu Picard on Instagram, I have all of my Christmas movie commentary <laughs> on my highlight reel. That's how into it I was and was positive other people were too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of people listening to my Instagram She's story. She's like, I know I have a big audience right now. I'm sure it was on viral. Oh, gosh. Uh, what's your obsession this week? Um, this week, well, I finished one obsession last night in one fell swoop is Ricky Gervais' Afterlife. I've seen oh, the Netflix. Okay. okay. And it was so fabulous. And the episodes were short enough because tip- I love British TV and typically mm-hmm. they're longer episode ep- episodes. But um, these were short. And I just got so entangled in his character. And I, I adore his writing style. 
It was very uncomfortable in the first two episodes. I was like, I. Well, he loves that. Yeah, yes, he, loves he a does. Discomfort, yeah. shock, and all. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. and so I was like, okay, I have. I know I love this character, but I have to just. I kind of stayed around for the dog, until like second episode. <laughs> <laughs> She's really cute. She's a German Shepherd. Aww. And um, and so I was like, okay, I'm gonna be in this. And then I was. Just, I literally stayed up late last night just watching it. Oh, we have to watch it. Yeah, but my. Current obsession, which will probably last a fair amount of time, because I'm a huge Mrazite, I'm a Jason Mraz fan, oh. big, big, big Jason Mraz fan, is his song "Unlonely" from his new album. No, unlonely, unlonely. Oh. He made up a new word, and it's fantastic. Oh, okay. I haven't heard it. Well, listen it's to it. So good. It's so. It's just his music makes me so happy. Instantaneously Aww. makes me happy. Yeah. Um, we are at wish lists. Yeah. So, Allie, you're next. My wish list, okay, this is going to sound, um, I don't know, kind of bad, but I wish that there were more of me. Like, I, I wish too. I could clone myself because there are not enough hours in the day to get all the things I need to get done, done. Mm-hmm. From being a mom to the podcast to, like, work, teaching and work and rehearsals and, like, all the things I need to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm just, like... I wish I could clone myself. I just need two more. Just two more. Yeah. You know? That's what I wish. And then I would always have one to hang out with. Oh, yeah. I can so have three one for more. you. Three more. Great. One that just stays with you. Great. That's perfect. <laughs> just kind of sits around. I love <laughs> But not too much because when you need to decompress from people. Thank you, friend. <laughs> you know? Yeah. One That's for my kids. You know me. That's awesome. Yeah, one just for your kids. Yeah. Oh, one just for your husband. Yeah. And then one who, like, gets stuff done. So I need, like, four or five. You need, like, five. I need, like, five. Well, can the real one be the one that hangs out with me? <laughs> I know, but that's the thing. I, wouldn't they all be real? You know what I mean. I don't know. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, that's, like, sci-fi stuff, you know? Like, who's the real you? Are they all you? Is there one real one? Do they communicate with each other? That's the thing. And then, like, if there's, like, a breakdown in one, are we? am I looking at myself and I'm like, no, that's the real me? And I'm like, no, Lulu, it's me. And we're, like, fighting. And I you have that. to, like, destroy one of us. That is terrible. I mean. This is so when the rabbit howls. <laughs> <laughs> if it's one civil. of you gets the flu, do you all get the flu? Mm. Or do you have, like... Healthy clones. Separate immune systems. Yeah. Right. Separate immune. They'd have to have separate But then separate we would have to have system. separate brains so we could make separate choices. Like our, our decisions could lead us down different paths. But what if one starts to evolve a different way? Like what if one starts hanging out with a bad crowd? Oh, and starts wearing black lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put that in the bad choices basket, right? Ooh. Yeah. We'll have to explore this more. Yeah. I like that. Um, my nice. wish list is... More material than that. And real. Uh, I want a bag that is at Ted Baker. It's a Ted Baker Gansu bag is the name of the model. Because I've been looking for like this perfect, like, take me from being a purse to also being at a meeting Mm -hmm. to throwing stuff in for the gym. Like, I've been looking for this bag. I found it. It's the Gansu bag. It's in the men's section. Because the women's ones were stupid. The men's ones had much cooler bags. And it is um, over four hundred dollars. Ooh, lousy! So it's on my wish list. What about you? Wish list. Um, if it were a tangible thing, you know, like a thing, it would be an iWatch, you know, or whatever Apple Watch. Oh, yeah. If it were a thing, thing. Yeah. Um, overall, I want similar 
to yours and as far as like cloning, I want to be financially stable to where I don't have to worry about anything. I can just work on my creative ideas. Oh, yes. Like I yes. have so many ridiculous creative ideas that I'm so massively in love with. Like it to go along with my obsession with Jason Mraz, I've already created in my mind one of those montages like they did with Dear Evan Hansen, people singing all over the world, mm-hmm. you know. But for me, the song on Lonely, they're talking about, you know, with the table set for two. And then, like, you're the only one sitting there and you're taking selfies of yourself. I've already choreographed and produced this video in my head that it's people doing this with their dogs and their cats. And Wait, I want, that's brilliant. I want Jason Mraz. Did I you want hear you that, Jason that. Mraz? We'll you can call me. Um, um, I don't know if you can hear me on your four-acre uh, avocado farm in San Diego. I might know a little too much about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like... Not in a stalker bad person way. Like I was, I would be really cool to hang out with Jay. But um, Jay, that Jay. is such a thing that you would do if you're a rock star, right? Like, what do you do with your millions? Oh, I bought an avocado farm. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna move into our 10k days. So, Allie, I'm gonna go first. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why She's are you happy? She's you have a happy weird face. smile. No, no. On your face. My weird smile is because Andrea actually said something earlier about how she likes to experience what the locals are experiencing. Uh-huh. And, like, my day, you're going to love it. All locals so all the time? I'm excited to, like, okay. talk about it. Let's do it. Okay. So I'm going to Loch Ness mm. in the United Kingdom. Nice. It's, like, an actual – I didn't realize that that was just, like, a body of water, but it's actually, like, the name of mm-hmm. the town. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, I found a great little place on Airbnb – it's for some reason called Old School Five. Sure. That's the name of the place. But it's a two-story, three-bedroom apartment. Here's what's great. I'm just pretending you're both with me. Hmm. Okay. All right. So we're all going on this trip. So everything I'm doing is for three. Okay. Okay. So we're staying at this Airbnb. What's cool is it says is it oozes class in every square meter. Oh. Nice. I, mean, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> So for two nights, $1,203. Super cheap. That's it. Okay. Really nice place. How many bedrooms? Um, Do I have my own bedroom? It's a three bedroom. <laughs> okay, We each great. get our own bedroom. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I need my own room. When I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first up, I need a driver. We've explained this. So I found a luxury private. Now it's called a sightseeing excursion with the chauffeur. But instead, I'm just going to be like, I don't need to see your sights. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't yeah. need you to take me anywhere. I'm going to plan it all out. Just drive. So okay. basically, he gets an easy day. He yeah, doesn't yeah. have to tell me anything. I just need the luxury experience. So it's a luxury Mercedes-Benz. And he does have years of Scottish experience, he says. Years of Scottish experience? Yes. <laughs> Isn't he Scottish? <laughs> That's what it... I don't... I mean... Does that mean he's dated a lot of Scottish women? <laughs> Scotch? I've got a lot of Scotch experience. There, see? <laughs> Not Scottish, but Scotch. But, yeah. Okay. That's just what it copy-pasted. That's okay. funny. Yeah. So um, for the whole day, $1,195.80. Wow. Yeah, almost as much as the two days in the Airbnb. Yeah. Crazy, right? Wow. So now we have a private driver, though. So all the things I want us to do, we get a Great. driver. First up, hope you guys like this. We're going on a kayak trip. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm in. So... Uh, fully kitted? Does that mean decked out? I think so. Probably. Kitted? Kitted? I'm going to use it. Kitted? Kitted. Like with a T? Kitted? Or kitted. kitted. Yeah, I think kitted. It, I yeah, think if it's decked a out tea. sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fully kitted out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In quality wetsuits. 
I was oh, going to say we'd need it because yeah, it's, it's cold included in the yeah, summer there. Totally included. So we get a guided scenic paddle um, on a couple different canals, and then there's a canoe trail, and then it says you can also visit the Well of the Seven Heads. <gasps> Do you know what that is? No. I don't either, but it it says... It sounds like an episode of Midsummer Murders. Well, oh my gosh, you're like almost exactly right. The same person. (laughs) It says, learn about one of the most gruesome episodes in Scottish clan history by seeing the ruins of the Invengary Castle. That sounds cool. Right? In the canoe. Oh, you're still in the canoe. You're still in in the the canoe. canoe. Wait, do you canoe up to the castle? To the castle. Because I think, you know, like moats and stuff. <laughs> moats and stuff. You know? Which is my favorite Scottish store. Moats and <laughs> moats stuff. Moats and stuff. <laughs> Just moats. <laughs> um, okay, for three people, plus a tip, $244.80. Get out. Yeah. For, for three. The, all three. For the kayaking? Yeah. Okay. That's a great price. Cool, right? All right, so we're going to do that okay. after that, you guys. We're going to meet a guy named Wooden Tom. (laughs) (laughs) And he's going to teach us Mm -hmm. how to make woodcraft in the forest. Nordic woodcraft. Okay? Okay. He's going to teach us how to safely use hand tools like knives and axes. Axe? Axes? Axes. Axe eye. Axe eye. And we get to create our very own useful items. Like, I, don't, I like, don't know. What can you create? Make a block of wood. Yeah, what can you make know. as an elementary wooden? I would make a cutting board. A cutting board. <gasps> That's a good one. That's a good I one. I think it's a fair enough first yeah. time challenge. Yeah, cutting, cutting board's board. good. Because it's just that. so plain. Because <laughs> it's just flat. Yeah. flat. Hopefully. <laughs> if not, I'll sand um, it down. I would like to make a dulcimer. <laughs> I don't even know what like that is. It's an instrument. But it's not easy to make. Oh. Uh, or maybe, really? I don't know. <laughs> How do you know? obvious. Uh, or like well, a walking really stick. not really easy to make. A walking stick. Oh, a walking stick could be fun. I don't know. But anyways, it's $81 per person. Plus, we're going to tip him. So total, $291.60. Okay. To make some wood crafts with wooden tom. Again, a bargain. Yeah. I see. Do you think he has like a wooden leg? I hope so. Or like maybe only four fingers on one yeah. hand. Because wouldn't that be great? Like, you know, it's the He's standard teach shop to, teacher yeah. that has no hand. Oh, yeah. Fingers. That's definitely what he should be. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Or maybe one eye and a patch. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Right? Yes. Erg. Wouldn't come. I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> it's like the dad in How to, how to Train Your Own Dragon. Oh, how yeah. to train. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Um, okay. Now we're going to go um, on a private excursion out onto Loch Ness. Okay. Mm. We're going to go on this boat that's called Deep Scan. That sounds okay. fancy. It was named after the famous expedition carried out on the loch in 1987 when they like went to go look for the monster. Uh-huh. The research vessel takes 12 people per hour. I'm going to buy it out because just the three of us want to go. So $420 to go out on this boat on the water and look for the monster. Nice. That's awesome. For Nessie. Right? Yeah. You guys, I want to find it. Okay. So as you can tell, if you've been doing the, you know, money equation adding up in your head, it's not expensive. Like everything right. we've been doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, how do I right. do this? So then I thought, my first thought was, 
I'm going to find a prop master to make a giant Loch Ness monster and stick it in the water. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, not tell you guys. So we're, yeah. like, out. And I'll be like, do you guys see that over there? <laughs> And it'll be like a little bobbing head, and you'll be like, "No way, Allison!" I'm like, "No, really!" And then I'll, I don't know, get like scuba divers, and they can like pull yeah. it up. But it's like oh this thirty gosh. foot prop. You could stage the whole thing, right? That's what my thought was. So then I started searching prop companies that like make like fiberglass props or like you know <laughs> yeah. props that can go underwater because yeah. you can't just get styrofoam, whatever, because it would bob and that would look fake. <laughs> but <laughs> everything that I searched. It's all quotes. Nobody has a price online for like yeah, a right, yeah. thirty foot right. Loch Ness monster. It's like send us a quote, or we'll send you a quote. Fill out the form. Right. And if you have listened before, Andrea, you know it makes me nervous because I don't want to get people's hopes up. I don't want someone to get my email and it's like, <laughs> "You guys were about to make thirty thousand yes. dollars off yes. of a prop." No, because yeah. it's not real. Right. Right. So I don't want to waste their time. So instead, I was like, "Okay, who may have already made a prop that I could like buy?" Right. Oh, good so call. I went to eBay. So guess what, guys? I no, simply oh, there's no. no way. No, listen. I simply searched Loch Ness monster on eBay, <laughs> and then there was lots of T-shirts, lots of whatever. So then I had to sort it by price, high to low, because I figured the most expensive thing uh-huh. would be like a but, giant yeah, uh-huh. monster. Well, I found the Loch Ness monster Cheeto. Oh, it looks like a Loch Ness monster. Hashtag rare. You guys. Oh, no. An actual Cheeto? This rare Loch Ness Monster Cheeto. Oh my God. I have to see this. $4,000. No. It's literally I just could, a Cheeto. I could poop that out and give it to you for a cool thousand. Right? <laughs> That's a bargain. You guys, I'm showing them a picture right now. It's a $4,000 Cheeto. Cheeto. And here's the thing that they say. They don't accept returns. <laughs> <laughs> but here's, and if you click on it, we're going to put the link in the blog. They have six different pictures, different angles. And one of them is even next to a ruler to show you how big it is. That's insane. $4,000. So I'm buying it. Yeah, you should. I'm going to buy the Cheeto. <laughs> I'm buying a $4,000 Cheeto. It's going to get my money up. Yep. And you know what? It's Are a there good any story. other bids? There's no other bids. Okay. You're but free win. shipping. <laughs> I would assume. All right, so Wouldn't it be here, great if, like, your dog ate it? Like, <gasps> it got delivered, and then you, or it's like, like the dust. Up. Yeah. <laughs> By the time it gets you, it's just yeah. dust. Just your dog's dust. just got, like, orange lipstick. <laughs> You're like, no. You're like, what? It's even better oh. if it were a pug. Oh, right. God, right? Can you believe That's that? That's so funny. Put it in, a, like, a little shadow box. I'm okay. going to go through my shit at home, and I'm just going to put stuff on Who knows? Somebody crazy might do it. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know how they have, like, the Abraham Lincoln sock? It's, like, shaped like a sock. I mean, no. the, it's well. It's somebody who threw it into the, into like their dirty hamper, and mm-hmm. it just happens to look like his yeah. profile. They took a picture, and they're literally selling that. But here's the thing: when you pick up, pick up the sock, it doesn't look like that. There it goes. Yeah. People are selling stuff like that yeah. anyway. It was like on, on Afterlife last night. One of the one of the episodes that because he works at this little newspaper, this local newspaper that has just stupid stories, and somebody had a leak in their house. And the stain on the wall, the water stain, looked like, he thought it looked like Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> <laughs> so He's stupid. like holding a picture of Kenneth Branagh, not smiling up to the, it really looked like him. Oh, it was funny. Oh, my so gosh. Funny. <clears throat> you can see. I yeah. love your day. Yeah. Okay, well, here, you're going <clears throat> to love this. But wait, there's more. So then I looked up an experience where you can actually go 
It says, have a Scottish meal, beer, and bagpipes in the home of a real Scottish person. (laughs) With Scottish experience? Yeah. Okay. The description is, if you're keen to try authentic Scottish cuisine in a real Scottish home, this is the experience for you. Do we want Scottish cuisine? I mean, we're going to do it. I'm not going to do the haggis. We're going to do it. Uh -uh. But I can have a Scotch egg. Okay. And drink scotch. I can drink scotch. And I like butterscotch. And I like beer. Yes. See, we're good. And I use scotch tape. (laughs) (laughs) I've played hopscotch. Yes. Oh. You guys are quick. (laughs) All right. Comedy gold, folks. Comedy gold. All right. So it says, we will greet you with a welcome drink. There you go. And informal snacks in our kitchen. Oh, yeah. That's a good disclaimer. Um, (laughs) Green cheese. Yeah, right. You'll be seated around the dining table to enjoy a full meal. All the dishes are shared, and it's all sourced from local suppliers. The tasting menu changes seasonally, but it will include soup, fish, meat, local vegetables, cheese, and desserts. You'll try Cullen Skink. I think I dated him in college. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> guy. Haggis, which I think we're mm, nixing. Yes. Cranachan. Uh, Cranachan. Mm. Cranachan. Cranachan. Mm. Oat cakes. Oh, sounds promising. Crowdy. <laughs> and much more. It's crowdy outside. Right? <laughs> I'm putting an R and everything. Um, and then you get... that futon was like crowdy. <laughs> was like sleeping, sleeping on, on crowds. crowds. <laughs> Stupid. Um, so okay, then you get local comedy. craft beers and water. And you can bring your own wine. I guess they don't mm. have wine, but, you know, it's okay. And then John will entertain you with tunes on the bagpipes. And it says he has a special set of pipes that can be played indoors. Nice. Oh, this either this is either the best day ever or the worst. And I don't know which one. He's a pipe major. What does that mean? I don't know. He As a pipe major. Pipe major. Yeah, so he's like the head piper. Yeah. I'm a fan of the bagpipes. And I then like it, it says, at the end of the evening, we will pour a dram of whiskey and toast you in the ancient Gaelic language. Nice. Right? Yeah. So it's eight people per night that they allow. I'm going to buy it out again because mm-hmm. we want to experience it all to ourselves. So total, $488 plus, I'm going to give them a heavy tip. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna bless them. So I'm going to give them a 50% tip. So our total okay. is $732 uh-huh. for that experience. Still a bargain. Still a bargain. Yes. Okay. I mean, I guess, I know you're laughing because I have so much money left. I could have given the 100% tip. But no, I just love it when you give giant tips just to get your money up. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then I write it off as being generous. Yes. You're like, <laughs> I'm going to bless them because I haven't spent enough money. <laughs> Yeah, true. Okay, but that's the end of my day. There's literally nothing else to do to spend money. What's so your total? So my grand total is only $8,087.20. Okay. And that's with a $4,000 Cheeto in my pocket. Oh, uh, that's true. But that was a good day. It's a great day. I'm super excited about it. That's awesome. I really want to take the kayak to the castle. Right? See the ruins? Yeah, that sounds awesome. All right, here's my day. I'm going to pronounce it incorrectly. Ooh. Oh, you got excited. Well, because I normally pronounce things incorrectly. So when you, like, preface that, <laughs> you know. And you're a Greta Grammar, too. So. I yeah. am. Right. But, yeah. you know, it's we'll hard to live see. up to her. Yes. Uh, I'm going to Yekaterinburg, Russia. Oh. Yekaterinburg. Or Yekaterinburg. Or Yekaterinburg. Yeah. It's a thousand or miles to the east. Or <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? It's a 
thousand miles to the east of Moscow. So first of all, we're gonna stay. What? No, I'm listening. Oh, <laughs> you, you looked at me very attentively, and it threw me off. What does that say? <laughs> Oh, you love it. Uh, we're going to stay at the Novotel. Um, it was hard to spend... This is a... You know, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's hard to spend money here. So the best place that I could find to stay, the most money I could spend for two nights is $825. Wow. I know. We're going to be working to get to the 10K. So I'm going to get a car and driver. They don't have Black Lane there. They don't have any of the places that we normally do. So I'm just going to give someone who looks trustworthy or I'll ask the concierge <laughs> if they have a really responsible uncle uh 500 bucks for the day oh to bring me around I think that's a lot of money there I oh, okay. think that's probably a lot okay. yeah or do they have a lot of Russian experience uh I 34 years of Russian experience so <laughs> that's the minimum it works out I need yeah. someone who has at 34 least. years yeah mm. Um, we're going to go to breakfast at a place called Simple Coffee. And for a drink plus porridge plus pair of cheesecakes, this oh. is their standard breakfast. Okay. Plus a banana. Pair like two or pair like a pear? Two. Gotcha. It's just pair of cheesecakes. Mm. And uh, that's only $3.18. For all of that? Yes. Because you're going to be handling so on the streets. I know. <laughs> I added a coffee. I got an Americano, which they call... Fast coffee for business people. Because <laughs> it's American. <laughs> oh, that's funny, Russia. And so p- with the coffee, and then I did add a little bit of a tip, seven bucks for breakfast. Oh, my goodness. I am dying here. Dying on the 10K. <laughs> so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take a journey to the past. Oh. Because. Anastasia reference. I know. Yekaterinburg is where the Romanovs were when they disappeared. Mm. Like their their oh. like castle, mm. um, so I'm gonna take a tour called Missing Anastasia. <gasps> I like it. Is Bartok gonna be on it? I, know. <laughs> I, I love that white bat so much. <laughs> and you can take a tour through the castle and like the stuff, um, and they just talk to you about the whole Anastasia thing, mm-hmm. okay. right? Yeah, very interesting. That's the only historical thing I'm doing in Yekaterinburg. That only cost me $207, because I think I bought out the entire tour. Uh, then I went to lunch, and I typed in, best lunch, Yekaterinburg. TGI Fridays and Pizza Hut were on the list, <laughs> in case you're wondering what kind of place okay, this is. Okay. I found a place called Zames, or Zames, but I think it's Zames. They call it Hipster Pelmeni. Do you know what that Pelmeni is? No. It's like tiny pierogies, or tiny filled dumplings hmm. not tiny tiny but like the size, size of a the size like of a half dollar maybe oh okay yeah uh th- so this place does modern dumplings they have one that's a has a black dough with salmon and dill mousse they have uh regular dumplings with smoked sour cream they do a cherry infused dough with cottage cheese filling and black currant mousse blah 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 i went all out I spent $12. <laughs> I ordered everything that sounded good on the menu. That's crazy. So at this point, I've had lunch, and the one of the very few things that I can say in Russian is morozhina prozhalsta, which is yeah. ice cream, please. <laughs> so I decided to go get ice cream just so mm-hmm. I can walk in somewhere and go, morozhina prozhalsta. <laughs> so I'm guessing five bucks because they didn't have any prices. I'm going to Ruski Holod. Oh. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Um, and I'm going to get pistachio ice cream there. Mm. So you might be wondering, why did you go to Yekaterinburg yeah, if it's really it? hard to think? Because we're going on a trip below Yekaterinburg, 650 feet below, to the psychedelic salt mines. <gasps> They are cool. So these places, and you should, uh, we'll have we'll have links on the blog of where you can go to see pictures, but they have carnalite in them, which show up as layers of yellow, white, red, or blue. So it kind of looks like they're tie-dyed, these yeah. caves. And you can go down, and there's a high salt content. They said you always feel thirsty while you're down there, which is crazy. It's not open to the public. You need a government permit because there are possible leaking chemicals and landslides. <laughs> However, oh, great. Well, a few years ago, a photographer named Mikhail Mishinik, Mikhail Mishinik, maybe, um, went down there and took all, got a permit and took all these photos and kind of spread it. And it spread to all the travel magazines because gotcha. no one had seen them before. Okay. And they look like you're on Mars on a tie-dye planet. They are unbelievable. Cool. So, I'm going to go to these salt mines. I'm going, first of all, I need a jacket because it's going to be cold. Uh Uh-huh. So, I found on Etsy, because it's salt mines, a salt and pepper jacket. (laughs) 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 Made by Ramitha Lin and Company. The tagline is, looking for a jacket to rock occasionally at 90s parties. <laughs> or, like, or or psychedelic salt mines. Yeah. I just like that she put occasionally. Like, I know this isn't going to be right. your it's major not your jacket. everyday jacket. 250 bucks. Nice. But it looks Sorry cool. Again. I kind of would wear it in real life, so I'm glad I didn't okay. just buy it. Then I'm going to buy a canteen. Yes. Right? Because I have to stay hydrated. I got the Olean or Olion Canteen. We'll have the link to that on Amazon on our blog. It's collapsible and there's a compass on the top. Ooh. I know. Fancy. I'm not going to get lost. I'm also going to get a gas mask. Mm-hmm. Toxic fumes. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, and this is like a filter that you wear <laughs> on a backpack or something. This is like major gas mask. $1,315. Yeah. You know, but I wanted to invest in one anyway, just in case. What? Like end of the world? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, my go bag. <laughs> just in case. No. Hey, you know, gotta be prepared. Are you gonna get them for your whole family? No, you were just gonna get it for oh, you. Look at my I can gosh! <laughs> so Listen, selfish. No, I would. It's just they're expensive. You have to save up. <laughs> End of the world is not like the airplane. You don't put the mask on yourself first and then save the other people. You all have to have the mask at the same time. Okay, so uh, then I'm going to buy the... I want these so badly. In real life wish list, the Sennheiser Momentum True Wireless Earbuds. Mm. They like... You have wireless earbuds. This is my wish list (laughs) within my day. Also, I would... Don't tell Apple, but I'd rather have these. So the Sennheiser <laughs> Momentum True Wireless Ear Earbuds. They're even smaller than AirPods. They don't have that that thing that oh, hangs gotcha. down. Oh, dangly bit. They go in, and they're by Sennheiser, so they sound. They're like good for music. Mm-hmm. Three hundred dollars. Okay, it's bargain. Gonna get those, and then I'm going to digital download Pink Floyd's The Wall because I'm in this tie dye cave. Right. So I kind mm-hmm. of want to give myself like a an, exper- yeah. an experience. Um, so fifteen bucks to download. 
download Pink Floyd, The Wall. So now I'm ready. I've got a gas mask. I've got the wall. Oh my God, I want a I picture of this earbuds, so bad. A canteen and a salt and pepper jacket. <laughs> How do I get down there, you say? I'm going to find Mikhail Mishnayek, Mishinek, mm-hmm. the photographer. I tried looking him up on Facebook, but he his profile picture definitely made him me think that he wouldn't want people to contact him out of the blue. So Skull and crossbones? It was, it was just a little tougher than I was ready for. Uh, hi, I have a travel podcast. Um, but I'm going to pay him $2,500, which hey. is a lot of money both here and there, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask him to sort all the permits, and I'm going to ask him to guide me through the caves. Okay. 2500 bucks. So nice. you're going to take pictures as well? Yeah, well, sure. Yeah. Yes, Because I want a picture of you dressed like that. Because yes. I got him, as in addition to $2,500, I got him the Tamron telephoto set for Nikon. Don't actually know if he shoots Nikon, but they also have it for Canon, for $1,299, which was on the list of the best photography accessories of 2018. Wow. And so I didn't just sweeten the deal. Yeah. Yeah. And just in case he needs to spread some money around to make these permits happen, when I traveled to Kyrgyzstan, I remember that there were these, like, American missionaries on on our flight, and they had bags. They were all carry on bags of deflated soccer balls Mm. and that's what they were using to kind of grease the wheels Mm. so i got 50 orlando city sports club adidas gold and purple soccer balls that i'm going to deflate and bring over to help him spread the wealth nice i feel that that's currency there soccer balls yeah yeah huh yeah, that's great. Okay. Because yeah, that's like the type like, of stuff that is hard for them to it's find. It's like you put okay. tennis balls on, on the bottom of a walker is what you're talking about, right? What? What? Huh? Am I misunderstanding? Soccer balls. Yeah, I know. But like deflated? like Well, then they can re then they can reinflate them. It's just easier to pack them deflated. <gasps> so you're just giving gotcha. them soccer okay. balls to play with. To play with. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. I thought you were using them like you were saying that it was cushiony and something. Okay. I'm oh, that's really funny. Them. No, I'm just, uh, I'm just letting him give them as gifts in case that the permits are hard to get nice yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh <laughs> so so can you imagine like walking into a restaurant in the united states and they're like oh this you know all the tables are full you're like but i have a soccer ball <laughs> do you want to rethink that yeah. are they really full wink wink <laughs> throw on the ball do you have any um, rooms in the premium economy cabin that i could maybe upgrade to no they're all they're all full does this change your mind? Oh. <laughs> She's got a soccer ball. <laughs> <clears throat> so now, you know, he's gotten me in. We've done the day, blah, blah, blah. I've gone back home and hydrated again. I'm going to go to dinner at this place called Gastroli uh, that has a cocktail called The Last Scout. I don't think I'll like it, but it's interesting. It's gin. So far, so good. Yeah. <laughs> Cream. Like a heavy cream? Mm, don't know. Are these two mixed? I think so. Okay. Ginger syrup. Oh, I like ginger, I like ginger ale with it. Oh, we yeah. had ginger ale and gin last night. Almond ash. Ash. Got like it. Burned al- almonds, maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Lemon and marshmallow. Blech. None of that goes together. Well, you lost me at gin. Totally I try it. I know you'll try it. But, you know. And then I got uh, just just some of their 
their other yummy stuff. And that dinner cost me $180. Okay. Which is actually pretty good. Yeah. And that's the end of my day, my salt mine day. That took me to $8,437.04. Wow. Not bad when my hotel was under $1,000. Yeah, that's pretty good. We were both around the yeah. 8,000s today. So now that we've talked about what we would do if we had 10000 to spend, let's talk about if we had 10000 to give away. Yeah. Mm. We're going to talk about these charities, and then if you want to feature a charity, too, okay. we'll come to you third, and I'll okay. ask you about producing charity charity things, too. Okay. okay. So, Allie, give me a charity in Loch Ness that strikes your fancy. All right, so I found a really cool charity that's the British... Uh, Foundation for Cancer Research, and they actually do this really cool event that I want to give money to for real. Um, They have four men and two women who every year swim in the lock, okay? But here's the thing. They're not worried about prehistoric teeth nibbling on them. They're worried about the cold because they do it nude. What? Yeah. They swim this to raise money for cancer research in the nude every year. Here's the thing. I think if you were swimming in the nude, you should also be scared of the prehistoric teeth nibbling. <laughs> on your bits. If not more. On your, on your jiggly yeah. bits. Yeah. 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 So they swim it. Isn't that crazy? So people can donate to this cause that they do every year, and it's like become this big thing. So we'll have the, the link to that. In our blog. But that's, that's what cool. I'd give my money to. Good for you. Heck yeah. Taking your clothes off and swimming. You'll always give money it. to people taking their clothes off. We know that. Eh. I'll give my mm-hmm. money for shrinkage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a science experiment. Right? <laughs> How small can it get? Yes. <laughs> that could be an extra, you know, like people do like the raffles. That could be an extra thing for fundraising. Oh, yeah. If you guess how much the shrinkage is going to be. Yeah. I like this event. <laughs> we should invent that. Um, my charity's so different than that. Uh, I found the LSR group, which is actually, it looks like it's a real estate development company, a construction, production of building materials type of thing, but they have a big social responsibility side to them as a corporate structure, say they on their website. Uh, and one of the things that they do is they have a branch of it in Yekaterinburg, and they support childcare, support of vulnerable social groups, and regional development of the different di- uh, the different little diverse groups in Yekaterinburg. And they support them, create social services, and donate money to that. But they are cool. a company, and you will put the um, link to that on the blog as well. It was really hard to find a charity in Yekaterinburg. In that specific hmm. place, I would guess so. In well, that even very mine is like a British, place. you know, kind of yeah. blanket. So. But we found them. Yeah. You can always find them. We love talking about ways to frivolously spend money and also ways to donate money. All, I mean, the power that we would have if we all had $10,000. Uh, and so this is where we tell you, everyone, thank you so much to everybody who's subscribed to us on Patreon who has signed up to be a sponsor, it's really simple. You just go to www.patreon.com slash 10k dollar day. You can subscribe for $2 a month. That's less than 50 cents an episode. Mm -hmm. And that helps us do things like go to conferences and upgrade our equipment and all those other things that we love to do. So please check out that page. And thank you to all of our subscribers who've already been there and anybody who's thinking about it. We love you. And it's incredible that you're doing that. And for anybody who's ever engaged with us, 
on our Facebook Bay page or Instagram. On social media, we have a cool What's Your Happy campaign. And What's Your Happy is just something that we started on our Instagram stories where you just post pictures or quotes about something that's making you happy that day. And it can be something little. It can be something big. And just make sure you hashtag What's Your Happy and tag at 10K Dollar Day. Yep. And don't hesitate to get in touch with us, guys. If you've got something that you want us to check out or just need to correct one of our many, many mistakes that we make <laughs> on the podcast, please go ahead and email us at 10kdollarday at gmail.com or contact us on any of the social media outlets. So let's go to our happies and wind this up. And Allie, what is your happy? My happy is that I got a good night's sleep last night. Oh, that is a good happy. Mm-hmm. And you got to wake up on your own. I did. It's perfect. I was in a bed all to myself, lots of cozy blankets and like four pillows, and it was cold, so I was warm. Good night's sleep. Perfect. Yeah. Um, my happy are my new Rothy shoes. <gasps> yes. They were on my wish list a you few like months ago. I put them on my wish list for the podcast. I finally ordered them online. I love these shoes. What are they? I wish I had worn them today. I didn't. Wear, I don't love them enough to wear them today. Um. <laughs> They're flats, but here's the thing. They're super cute. They're stylish. They're very, very, very light, which I love for packing purposes. Mm-hmm. They're made out of it, the fab. It looks like it's made out of fabric. It's actually recycled bottles, mm. and you can wash them in the washing machine. <gasps> yeah, they're really cute. Oh, but let me tell you guys, if you want a discount code for $20 <gasps> off, Ooh. Mm-hmm, you can contact us, either DM us on Instagram or find us on that Email 10kdollardate@gmail.com and I will give you a discount code. Nice. All right. What's my happy? It's my perpetual happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know this already. Do I? Um, and the origin was when I went to see the movie Hook years ago when it came out, and he had to have he had to figure out his happy thought of what would make him fly. Oh yes. And I sat there in the movie theater and I was like, well, what's my happy thought? What would make me? And I was like, puppy butts. <laughs> and puppy butts like yeah. you cannot be depressed if you've got a wiggly waggly puppy butt it's true so yeah. waking up in the morning and having Gus's bad breath in my face and him stretching out his <laughs> you know elbow macaroni nails and just everything about waking up with him and sometimes Rio too when Rio's there I love our morning ritual that is my happy I love it that's a good I'm, happy yeah. I'm honestly I love my music and my craft but uh, if I had to die tomorrow, I'd fill it with puppies. I'd fill it with dogs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And that brings us to the end of our podcast. This was such a great conversation. Yeah, so Thank much. you. 10K Dollar Day is produced by Ash Burns. Music is by Stan Collins. Graphic art is by Jacob McAllister. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We are so grateful to anybody who's ever listened to the podcast, reached out. We couldn't do this without you. Well, we could, but it it wouldn't be as satisfying. <laughs> it would just be us in a room by ourselves listening to our voices, and that's terrible. Uh, we're going to end this episode the way we end every episode, with friends like us. Who needs amenities? 